said earlier, it's, it's more easy for us to be judgmental than it is for us to extend grace. So let it be your, so let it be your prayer. God help me be gracious to others as you've been gracious to me. Good morning, everyone, and God bless you. I hope you have enjoyed your three-day weekend and your abbreviated work week. I know that's always nice. Um, welcome back to a place of inspiration. Welcome back to a place of challenge and change. I hope everyone is doing well and is blessed beyond measure. As we do every single week here on Create with Kendra, Every week, y'all know we do this. We acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do absolutely best. We cheer them on. We promote them. We say, look, sis, look, my brother, we see what you're doing out here, making an impact with your business, with your art, with your ministry, and we are going to highlight it. So this week, we are putting our spotlight on Miss Bianca thomas Veal. Bianca is known as Coach B and the founder of A Journey Full of Health LLC. Coach B is a minister and Christian life coach that helps others thrive in their God-given callings through surrender of Jesus. She has been creating um, spaces of encouragement content on social media for the past eight years and providing one-on-one coaching to help her clients progress in their predestined identities and life that God has given them to do. So Coach B, we see you, girl. We see you out there encouraging people through Christ, encouraging people through a healthy lifestyle in all ways possible. We salute you. We congratulate you and we cheer you on. Blessings to you in your business Amen. And if that is, you know, something that you want to look into, let me pull up her, her Instagram, y'all. So y'all can um, connect with Coach B. So I know for sure that you can catch her on Instagram at Bianca Jasmine. Or you can go to her YouTube channel. She has a YouTube channel called A Journey Full of Health. That is A Journey Full of Health. Y'all see that right there? Boom. So another order of business. I have been just overjoyed of just receiving questions, receiving advice through the acts. Kendra function on the unassociated website. So if that is you, I encourage you to send in questions or topics of discussion that you want to hear answered on this show or just even in private. I don't even have to put it on the show as an episode. If you say, hey, Kendra, I got a little something. Don't really want, you know, my business put out there on the show. Let's just talk. You know, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. That's what I do. That's what I love to do. I love to be in conversation with you all as listeners. Um, It's amazing. I just love every single email that I get. Um, If I haven't responded to you yet, just know that I am on my way. And even if you've written in before, um, feel free to write in again. 
feel free to write in again because this is our space that we share together so we can grow and encourage one another. Um, so feel free, everyone, to do that. Um, you can hit me up um, on www.unassociated.com slash ask Kendra for any submissions you can submit um, via audio or you can type and write in. Okay, y'all. So y'all seen the, the title of this episode, Give Grace, Get Grace. It is so important that we exercise what it means to be gracious to one another, what it means to be gracious to ourselves, to just humanity, to, to people that we come in contact. We don't have to know them or not, but what does it mean to be gracious? We live in a world full of people that are critical of everything and everybody, okay? Um, y- y'all know we are <laughs> critical of everything. Um, we judge others before even evaluating ourselves. We have a little to no tolerance for inconvenience or um, discomfort and just we just live in a world of agitated people, judgmental people. Um, and we're gonna talk about that today. We're gonna talk about it. Okay. So um tell me that we don't do this. Now, if this ain't you and and you are just absolutely perfect, well then. I probably ain't talking to you, but tell me a lot of us don't do this. We scroll through social media and we judge people's posts. I'll wait. Okay. (laughs) We gossip about family members that can't really seem to get their life together or whatever that means. But to be honest, and if we look at our situations, there are a little, you know, there's a couple loose ends in our life as well. And we also get impatient when things don't go our way. What is it? We lack patience. As a people, as a society, we lack compassion. And most of all, we lack grace. We lack grace. And that's the truth. And it's also when it comes to judging other people and judging other things, it's easy to be judgmental. <laughs> it is. You know, when you when you're over there looking at so and so and you think, you know, so and so should you shouldn't be dressing like this, or you know, you're telling people how to raise their kids and they shouldn't be raising their kids like that and they shouldn't do that, and you know, telling how the pastor shouldn't have preached like that, and I don't like how he preached at church, and you know. Telling folks, you, you you know how you know how folks get trying to tell people how to deal with their own issues and situations and telling people how they should feel, but we need to slow our roll. We need to slow it down because just as easy it is as it is for us to be judgmental and critical of other people and they stuff without looking at our stuff. We forget that every single day we are in need of God's grace. Would it look like that we can't extend grace to people for not being perfect, 
for not being put together. But we forget that we are in need of God's grace every single day. Every day. I know I am. I'll be needing a double portion of God's grace because help me. <laughs> help me, Lord. And um, I, I want to <clears throat> take it to scripture and talk about what God's grace looks like to us. The ultimate example of what God's grace is for us. So let's go to Romans chapter three, verses 22 through 26. Y'all know we're going to have some scripture. Y'all know. We're going to have some scripture. So y'all get your Bible apps, get your Bible, flip, scroll, click, do what you got to do. We're going to Romans chapter three, starting at verse 22. We're going to end at 26. Um, And it reads, and this is the New Living Translation. And it reads, we are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who you are. Verse 23 says, for everyone has sin. Everyone. You, me, your daddy, your auntie, your cousin, your brother. We all have sinned. We all fall short of God's gracious, glorious standards. Yet, yet. This is what I love. I I love a good yet. Okay. Verse 24 says, yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of sin. Okay. Verse 25 says, for God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shown that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past for he was looking ahead and including them in what he did and what he would do in this present time god did this to demonstrate his righteousness for he himself is fair and just and he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Let's go back and break this down. Now, when we when we get to um first it first begins talking about how we are made right with God through Jesus Christ. So the only reason why we are able to have communion with God in relationship with God and we're able to have access to the most holy and sovereign one is through his son, right? Verse 23 says, for everybody has sinned and fallen short of God's glorious standards, meaning everyone that has been, that is, and that will come has sinned, has been separate from God, has done something, has said something, has thought something that separated them from God. Everyone. Yet. And I love the word yet because when we think of being separate from God and we think of sin, we think of just 
not being able to access him and just not being in relationship with God is the most scariest thing (laughs) that I'm thinking about now. Like that is just a bizarre thing not to be in relationship with God and not being able to access him. That's what sin does. Sin separates us from him. Yet. When you, when I hear the word yet, I think of me falling, literally just like falling and falling because of my sin. Falling because of my disobedience, falling because of just whatever it is that I wanted to do that was against God's will that separated me from him. But the word yet is the net that catches me. My God today, yet catches us. Yet is the grace that catches us. And the reason why we have grace and how grace came about for us is because God sent his son to die and to be the sacrifice for our sin. We were unworthy off top. But God sent his son so that we can have grace to be the ultimate example of what grace is. And the scripture also talks about how God withheld his wrath. Because he knew that Jesus dying would be the only thing that could save us. Grace saved us. So when I think about it, like, how do we experience God's grace? I think of God's favor towards us. God's favor towards us, even though we're unworthy. I think of God being able and willing, willing to forgive us and bless us, even though we have shortcomings when it comes to being righteous. That's us experiencing God's grace. And what I love about it is I heard a preacher say, God's grace saved you, but mercy keeps you. God's grace saves you, but mercy keeps you. Isn't that so beautiful that we have a God that sees our imperfections, that sees our, our, our quirks and our imperfections and says, I'm still willing to love you. I'm still willing to give you favor. Isn't it a blessing to know that we have a God that sees us being oh, dis- us being disobedient to him? Us not considering him. Us putting ourselves and our wants and our desires before him. And he's and he say, I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to pursue you. I'm still going to bless you. I'm still going to find favor. I'm still going to use you. What kind of God? I know there has been plenty of times God could have really cut me off, (laughs) to be honest. But grace caught me. And his mercy sustains me. That's good. Y'all missed that one. 
I'll be catch you tomorrow. But that's good. God's grace saves you, but his mercy keeps you. The greatest example of grace. If we receive grace, why can't we give it? If God is so good to us that he looks at us and still gives us grace, why can't we give that to other people? If God is holding his wrath, why can't we give grace to people that offend us, even in the slightest way? Oh, she looked at me wrong. He owed me $20. She stole my, whatever it is. She was talking about me. They don't like me. They did me wrong. Why can't we extend grace? When God gave his son so that we could have it. So that we could have it. Why not give it? The greatest example of grace is what he's shown. And sometimes it can be hard. Like I said earlier, it's it's more easy for us to be judgmental than it is for us to extend grace. So let it be your, so let it be your prayer. God help me be gracious to others as you've been gracious to me. We always want others to understand their sin and their offenses. I did an episode a couple weeks ago, ago about, um, you know, it's okay if people don't understand your reasoning. Okay. People ain't going to always get you. People are not going to always understand your logic. And we, and we judge people because of that. I've done that where I've judged somebody because they don't understand what I'm talking about. They don't understand how they offended me. They don't understand their wrong in the situation. And I judge people for that. But I remember being in prayer and just being so frustrated about something. And I was reminded that let God be God. Let him be God. And let him work on those people in his timing. You don't have to judge someone for their shortcomings and be upset and and impatient with them for what they don't get in the moment. Let God be God and let him handle it in his timing and in his way. That was something that I just really appreciated God sharing with me is that Kendra, I've extended grace to you when you didn't get it. (laughs) When you didn't understand that this wasn't for you or you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't say this or you shouldn't be this way. You didn't understand it. But you grew to understand it. And there are some things I don't understand now. I just be like, Lord, what's going on? And sometimes I find myself getting impatient with God. But I have to consider myself that put 
put yourself in this in the other person's shoes. Put yourself in their situation. And look at, because a lot of the time when we're judging people, it's because there's, 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 a, there's a spirit of pride in, in judgment. For some reason, we think that our situation, our lives, our position is better than the other person's. Oh, they ain't got their life together. They ain't got no no good job. They ain't got no degrees. They ain't not married. They ain't got no money. They ain't got, they ain't got, they need to do. You try being them for a day. And watch you would want your life back. Don't think so highly of yourself to where you're looking down on others and judging them for something that you're not experiencing. You have no idea what it means to be the black sheep of the family. You have no idea what it means to, I mean, to, I'm not even gonna give the example. I want you to take a, take a moment and think about some situations and some people you didn't judge in the past week because this happened. <laughs> Think about that and realize that you have no idea what it means to be in that position. Think about it. How hurtful your comments and your disposition is to another person. And also acknowledge that judging other people is not going to fix anything. Let's replace that judgment with prayer. Pray over the situation. Pray over the person. And be gracious. Be kind. And, and to be honest, we need more gracious people in the world. Do you know how Quickly, you can change someone's day, even their life. If you were gracious and kind and you showed humility and love to somebody. Because believe it, believe it or not, you're not the only person judging that one, that, that individual. Judgment may be coming from many different angles, but a saint of the most high God choosing to put that judgment away and taking up grace, taking up the fruit of the spirit and being an example to that person. Watch it change someone's life. You just watch it. That's going to be the challenge of the week. Yes. Yes, Lord. We are, we are, we are going to live in a, um, a no judgment zone this week. Okay, that is what we're going to do. I'm going to join you in that challenge. We are going to replace judgment with grace because God has given it. We should be able to give it to. All right, y'all, that's all I got for this week. Um, go and be great. Go and be gracious. Go and show the love of God. Go be that example and that ambassador of Jesus Christ. Um, I love y'all so much. Ain't nothing you can do about it. 
before we close, I do want to, I want to pray. So um, with all hearts and minds clear, Father, we thank you so much, first of all, for your grace that has saved us through Christ, through faith, and your mercy that sustains us every single day. God, we praise you. We give you honor. We give you glory. We just love you so much, so much. You're a good God. God, I pray that you increase our gracious hearts towards people and give us compassion, give us patience and give us a praying spirit for when we want to be judgmental and we want to get on others' cases and we want to make people understand our thoughts and our ways. Remind us that your ways are higher than our ways. That your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And that you are able to work out situations for us in your time. Let us exercise grace. Let us exercise peace and long-suffering. It is good for our growth. For it is good for our growth. God, we praise you. God, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. Y'all be fabulous, okay? Stay encouraged, stay lifted, stay prayerful, stay positive, and I'm